What is going on, my good people? Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you again for spending some time with your boy, Motivate to Elevate, for another episode of my podcast. Yes, we are episode 87 now, so we are really deep into the trenches. Over 3,000 listens so far, so you already know what I have to say. Thank you, much love, and greatly appreciate it. Now, the topic this evening we're focusing on is being alone versus feeling lonely. And ironically enough, this topic actually came to me earlier today because um, I was home and I was by myself. My wife was working and all the kids or young adults in our house, you know, they're doing what they need to do for themselves. They're all over 15, 18, 20. So, you know, everyone's in their own element. And I had a lot of time at home and I was like, wow, I'm always on the go. And sitting on the couch and watching sports and listening to music and doing some stuff, um, some self-care things, I started to really think about this, this topic about what's the difference between being alone and feeling lonely. And trust me, there is a difference. Have you ever experienced or you may be going through it now? I know personally, spending time alone with myself allows me to reset and recharge. But I also know that feeling of being lonely in the past and looking for fulfillment and not having it. But you know what? We're going to talk about it. Now, being alone is a physical state where you are physically by yourself. Being lonely is more of like an emotional state where you are feeling alone or disconnected from others. Even when they're right next to you. You ever have that feeling where you could be right next to someone and it's like you're sitting there by yourself? And that's the reality for a lot of people. Sometimes we are happy to be by ourselves, and sometimes we wish for the company of others. People can be around others and feel lonely anyway, or they can be pretty much isolated people and not be lonely, because there are people that actually like to be by themselves and say, you know what, I'm a loner and I'm good with that, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Feeling lonely and being in isolation are not always the same. We are inherently social beings, right? We're creatures of... Um, habit. We like to be around others, you know, just for good conversation. And it's actually good for your social emotional well-being. And we need others to maintain our emotional well-being. And that's what we call human connection. But even with that said, sometimes it is important. Or I'm actually going to say it's extremely important spending time alone because it's just as important for us to connect deeply with ourselves. Being alone by definition is actually just a state. Um, I'm going to read this from the dictionary. It means that you are void of other people. That's all it means. Loneliness can be perceived as an emotion, which describes a feeling of sadness attributed to a missing connection. So you can actually be very healthy and happily be alone. So as long as you feel very connected with yourself and or with other people for that matter that you have in your life. Loneliness, though, a little different. Because you can have many different looks that are separate and distinct loneliness. There's a psychologist um, named Dr. Adler, and they state that being alone can create many feelings in individuals depending on their individual psychology and circumstances. But the important thing to remember is that emotions are like waves and they pass over time. You know, we have a conversation with um, a group of young men that we work with in the Department of Corrections, and we always talk about emotions and 
You know, sometimes the hardest place to be is within your own head, is within your own thoughts. Because it can really drive you crazy, especially that feeling of not knowing if someone has your back or if someone is there for you. With that being said, though, you may possibly feel lonely when you're struggling with what are some life circumstances, um, separation, uh, divorce, breakup, or loss of someone, whether you're alone or not. Loneliness is associated with feelings of emptiness, that feeling of being unwanted and the fear of being like chronically alone. And feelings like that can lead us to stop engaging in self-care and make us less likely to reach out and connect to others. Um, and I'm not sure if you have it in your circle, but if you pay attention to people that are like isolated or that are feeling lonely, their self-care and their like, the hygiene, it starts to take an impact. Because that's that depression setting in, right? That's that, oh, what's the point? And that's when I always say that it's so important to check in with our friends and our loved ones. Because ultimately, you don't know when people are struggling. And sometimes people can appear to have that smile on their face, but the reality is they are truly struggling. Struggling, excuse me. No matter how introverted or extroverted a person may be, all of us need a connection. I know you sometimes hear people say, oh, I don't need nobody. I'm good by myself. Okay, that's fine, right? But ultimately, you still need a connection with a human being. Um, Having connections can decrease your stress level. It can also help lead to longer life, right? You know, you smile more and live longer because now you're increasing your endorphins. And it's all related um, to a psychological state where that happiness does allow us to to lift our spirits. Um, being happy allows you to make others around you happy. You ever walk in a room and you have some people that breathe life into a room and then you have others that suck life out of it? Yes. Um, and that reality is that sometimes people are just going through things and it's not to no fault of their own because I don't think anyone ever wakes up and say, you know what? I want to be sad today. I want to be lonely. I don't think that is true for for us. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on a limb and actually say that, right? And you know, I encourage people meet new people, do different things. Um, I had a friend the other week just ask for suggestions on how do you meet new people. I said, you know what? Sometimes you got to get outside your zip code. You got to get out of your community. You have to do things that you wouldn't normally do. Give people a chance. Let's not be so quick to judge others, right? That's how you start building relationships. Also, I know some of you will disagree, but revisiting or waking up your sleepy friendships. And when I say that, meaning people that you haven't reached out to in a while, people that you haven't spoken to, um, as long as you were like ended on good terms or you just separated because life got in the way. Because there are some people that you may need to keep out of their life, but in some cases, we just have relationships or friendships that... Um, life got in the way and we didn't have time, right? And remember, we make time for the things that we want. Now, if you decide that uh, a friendship in the past was a value to you, maybe that's something that you should spend time carving out time for. Um, spend time with those people that you love the most. Because people often say you only live once and that is a lie. You live every single day. Be intentional in your interactions and engagements with others. 
Just don't go out and like start judging people. Be out there and, and get to know people, right? You never know. People struggle with, we have similar stories, but you'll never know because we don't really share or we don't really open up. And also, even with these um, suggestions, loneliness still may appear. Whether you're alone or not, and when it does, try not to stay in that state of mind. Self-soothe yourself by like acknowledging those feelings in order to lower the intensity and start the process of healing. If you get stuck in negative thinking or judgment around how lonely you feel, it can impact your desire to interact with others and make it harder to feel comfortable and like confident socially. Mindfully acknowledge and accept our own emotions as well, right? Adopting, like I said a few seconds ago, adopting a non-judgmental stance with tons of self-compassion. Allow yourself to say, you know what, it's okay, I'm going to be all right. Allow yourself to engage in activities that force you, I'm not even going to say promote you, that force you to um, take care of yourself, uh, or better known as self-care, and social interactions that can make us feel good. And ultimately, be aware of your feelings that, you know, when you're feeling a certain way, acknowledge that feeling. You want to become more connected to yourself. You want to know the things that you enjoy, the things that you appreciate, and that includes your surroundings of others. Sometimes as you're making a change in your life, you sometimes have to change those people that are in your life um, because isolation is a isolation is a, is a very lonely feeling, right? Um, solitude can be good. Solitude allows you to help ground yourself. It helps create that balance, right? And and enjoy that beauty of the moment of finding out who you are, the things that you enjoy doing. And lastly, and I love this right here because I think it's of the utmost importance and we don't do it enough and we should. Watch who is in your circle. Remove toxic energy and start to allow positive energy into your life. That is extremely important. That could be family. That could be friends. If it costs you your peace, it costs you too much. Thank you again for spending a few moments with Motivate to Elevate. As you know, check out all my episodes on, well, I guess if you're listening, you already know what platform to check it out on. So you already know what to do. I appreciate you all. Have a wonderful week and take care. And don't forget, let's motivate to elevate.